Hello beautiful humans, this is Alicia from Ethical Wellness Programs and you are listening to the Heal in Motherhood podcast, the show that combines the science of the mind-body connection and trauma research along with spiritual teachings and practical tools to help women heal their lives from the inside out and reclaim their inner goddess while showing up as the person, parent and partner they came here to be. If you like what you hear on today's show, please don't forget to leave us a review on the iTunes podcast app so that we can grow our community and impact as many women's lives as possible. Hello and welcome beautiful humans. I'm excited and a little bit nervous about sharing this podcast with you today because I'm going to be leaning into my story and sharing some of my darker moments with you. So I ask you to please come to this episode with an open heart and an open mind for this special episode that I'm sharing with you today. So thank you for choosing to share your time with me and today we're going to be exploring what is motherhood coaching and why I decided to become a motherhood coach and an emotional wellness expert and also what is coaching and why would you need a coach? So let's start with how and why I became an emotional wellness expert. So for me growing up, I didn't feel safe to express my emotions. I was a very withdrawn child and I wasn't taught about emotional wellness or how to process emotions. And the message I got growing up, and I think a lot of people have received because it's so prevalent in our society and it's actually celebrated is to be strong and to keep it all together. So I feel like we're all given this message that it's not safe for us to feel our feelings, even if it's not on a a conscious level. I definitely feel on a subconscious level, this is a message that we are receiving and that we are now sending to our children as well. And I think we're given this message that as well, it's just hormonal women who get emotional and we should just ignore them because they're crazy or it's not okay to express what you feel because no one likes an angry girl or no one likes a crybaby. So overall, we get this message that it's not okay for us to feel our feelings. So growing up, I found it very difficult to express myself and talk about things that were on my heart. And later on in life, this translated into physical illness and lack of deeper connections in relationships. So after I had my second child, I had a lot of health issues. I had three years worth of chronic leg pain, digestive issues and stubborn weight gain. And even though I was a nutritionist and a yoga teacher, and I knew how to count calories and eat healthy and do all the right things, my health wasn't getting any better. And this led me to finding one of my mentors, Jake. He taught me all about German New Medicine, which is basically the science of the mind-body connection. Through his teachings, I learned that emotional vents 
can get stuck in the body and manifest into physical illness. Now, at first I thought, oh, this sounds a little bit out there and it sounds a bit woo-woo. I found that it's really not. And 40 years ago, it might have seemed that way. But now scientific studies are starting to catch up with what Eastern medicine has known for years. And we're now seeing in Western culture how important our emotional wellness is. So I took a mind-body connection course and I started to heal my body from the inside out. And this is really what led me to, for the first time, exploring my emotions and what was my relationship to anger? What was my relationship to excitement and joy and sadness and grief? I'd never explored that before. And for me, that was a big game changer. You know, when I first met my husband, Stephen, I thought he was a little bit weird. (laughs) He always got really excited about little things in life. And I love that about him, but I also found it a bit strange. (laughs) I didn't understand it. And through exploring my relationship to my emotions, I learned that I had switched off excitement in my life. I realized that I'd become so fearful of becoming excited about things that I'd learned to numb my excitement. And as I dug a little bit deeper into why I found excitement so uncomfortable, I learned that because I had a very uncertain childhood, which meant plans often changed at the drop of a hat, I had stopped becoming excited about things. I was afraid that things probably wouldn't happen. So to avoid the disappointment, I stopped becoming excited about them altogether. And really what I found is that I'd started doing this. It was a safety mechanism. It was a way to keep myself safe from disappointment. So learning about my emotional health helped me to understand myself and my actions on a deeper level. And within six weeks of doing this program, this mind-body connection program, I'd completely healed three years worth of chronic leg pain. I'd started to heal my gut, which took a bit longer. And the weight, the stubborn weight that I was carrying, it started to drop off. And this was because I was starting to process all that stuck emotional energy. You know, so many of us hold emotional events in the body and we don't actually realize it. And our body's way of telling us is through dis-ease in the body, discomfort within the cells. So I was really excited about my results and I took a real deep dive into healing. I took a course in trauma and how trauma shows up, not just in our body as a physical symptom, but also in our relationships and in our patterns and why we get triggered by other people. I started to explore generational trauma and childhood trauma and how our ancestors' emotional pain gets passed down through us. So when I first started studying trauma, I told myself it was just for business growth. I, like most people, thought I was one of the lucky ones who haven't experienced trauma. Even though I grew up as a young carer looking after a sick parent from the age of eight and my dad left the family home when I was young, I told myself 
that wasn't traumatic. It was just life. I would say things like, I'm grateful for my upbringing because it brought me closer to my mum. I would never have known her if she didn't get sick. And before my mum came ill at the age of 28, she was one of those busy mums, always on the go, running marathons, going to uni, teaching gym class, being here, being there. And that was what our life was like. Before my mum became unwell, I was a competitive gymnast. So my life was school and gym most days for me. So when my mum got ill, it was a chance to slow down. So the story I had adopted about mum getting sick and it bringing us closer together was true on some level. But it was also true that I felt like I had had my childhood taken away from me and that I felt abandoned when my dad left the family home. Through my studies, I learned that I had experienced trauma in my childhood. But I also learned that we all experience trauma to some degree. Trauma is a spectrum. We have everyday trauma or what some people call little t trauma, like being bullied at summer camp or being shouted out by a loved one. And then we have big t trauma, like being in a car accident or going to war. These things are all trauma and they are all processed in the same way inside the body. So it doesn't matter if you've experienced big T trauma or little T trauma, it's all held in the body the same way, which we'll go into in another episode. But the point I'm trying to make is that I was telling myself the story, my childhood was great and it's made me the person I am today. I was telling myself that story because that was the safest story for me to think, feel and communicate. But once I started to look at my life through the lens of trauma and become a trauma-informed coach, I was able to really see myself. I was able to stop hiding from my past, let go of the guilt and the shame I'd attached to it and validate that little girl within me who was still hiding, she was still hurt, she was lost, angry and afraid. You know, the easiest way to know if you have trauma is ask yourself the question, do I ever feel triggered by others? Do you get mad if someone cuts you up in traffic or when the kids don't pick up their toys off the floor? If the answer is yes, then you probably have some trauma there. So healing that little girl within and learning to be kinder to myself is really what helped me create those deeper connections with my kids and my husband because I was now able to see where I had been acting out from my wounding and I'm also able to see when others are acting out from their wounding which really helps in parenting because now when my kids act out I go straight to what's happening below the surface for them instead of trying to correct their behavior because I now understand why people behave the way they do. And this is why I decided to focus on emotional wellness because your emotions are the foundation to everything else you experience in your life. Learning how to process your emotions effectively is one of the most important skills you will ever learn for optimal health and deeply fulfilling relationships. 
if you don't do the emotional work first, everything else will just fall apart around you. The reason people find it so difficult to change is because they're just trying to change the external stuff without looking within. And this is really where it all starts. The only way to have deeply fulfilling relationships with our loved ones is to heal ourselves first. So we've talked about emotions and trauma and the mind-body connection, but where does coaching come in? Well, coaching helps you go from information to action. It's like when you're learning something new. You go around and you read all the books and you gather all the information, but learning the information itself doesn't create the change. It's only when you put it into practice that the transformation starts to happen. So for example, let's say you want to lose weight. You read a book about weight loss, you learn about which healthy foods to eat, how to count calories, but just knowing the information doesn't help you magically lose weight. You have to eat the foods and count the calories to make it happen. But this is where most people get stuck. They know the information, but they have trouble applying it. So it's the same with shouting at your kids, for example. You know you don't want to shout at the kids. Maybe you've read a few books on how to be a less shouty parent and you've learned some new information. But when it comes to applying in the heat of the moment, you automatic reactions take over you. You react in the same way you do every time because that is what you've conditioned yourself to do. It's not your fault that this happens this way. So coaching helps you bridge that gap between the information and the action. It also helps you reset your automatic reactions and reframe your thoughts so that your thoughts and your actions are more aligned with who you want to be instead of who you are currently being. And I guess that is what sets me apart from other coaches, is that instead of focusing on just the future, which is what most coaches do, I help my clients understand how their past is creating their current reality and why they struggle to reach their goals or change their behaviours. I'm always looking at the human experience and I'm always looking at the experience through the trauma-informed lens, which I've found helps my clients to have a more profound, long-lasting change. So instead of fixing behaviours, I help clients find the feelings beneath the behaviours so that we can get to the root of the problem. And I decided to help mums because being a mama of two beautiful girls and having gone through, going through the journey myself, this is where I find the most resonance. That doesn't mean I only help mums, but I do see a lot of mums struggling to enjoy the ride of motherhood. I see so many mums being bogged down by the unseen mental and emotional load of motherhood, and I believe we all need more support when it comes to the enormously life-changing event that is motherhood. But what really triggered me into becoming a motherhood coach and wanting to support mums in being kinder to themselves and their kids was a friendship breakup. 
Now, before I tell this story, please find yourself in a compassionate space because this is a vulnerable story for me to share. And even though I've healed this experience, it's the first time sharing it aloud with other people whom I don't yet know. So me and my best friend at the time had always traveled a lot, which meant we spent a lot of time apart, but we always stayed in contact and met in places when we could. We always talked about how awesome it would be if we lived in the same place. And a few years before we had our little kiddos, we did. We both lived in the same suburb, just a few minutes drive from each other. And we were both having babies around the same time. And that started off great until we realized that we had very different parenting styles. After spending time together, I was noticing that I was feeling really triggered by my friend's parenting. But at the time, I didn't have the knowledge of trauma or the tools to help me express how I was feeling about her choices in parenting. So I just let situations and events build up in my mind until one day I responded to the way she was parenting her child from a place of judgment. Instead of being able to be there to support my friend who was struggling at the time, which I see clearly now, um, and I didn't realise she was playing out her own traumas and what had happened to her as a child, I didn't have that lens of compassion for her. And at the time, I didn't understand her actions. And because I didn't understand it, it was so different from the way that I was parenting, it tipped me into judgment and we ended up finishing our friendship. And this friendship breakup really was a turning point for me because one, I learned that that is not how I want to show up for my friends who are struggling. And two, I learned what my values are. I learned how important and how strongly I felt about respecting our kids. Learning about childhood trauma and generational trauma and how to heal from the inside out really helped me get into a space where I can now see things through the lens of trauma. And it helped me have more compassion for my own parenting because I don't always get it right and I'm not some parenting guru. But it also helps me hold space for other mothers and their parenting as well. And this is what's really important to me is helping women heal from the inside out so that they can be kinder to their children. And that's something I'm really passionate about because respectful parenting is really important to me. And I feel like we need to give our children a voice in the home. But I'm not here to tell people how to parent. That's not my job. But I am here to help mums heal so that they can show up as the mum they hoped and dreamed of being. Because I'm pretty sure no mum came to the motherhood journey saying, I'm going to be an angry mum and I'm always going to be shouting at my children and it's going to be the most enjoyable experience of my life. (laughs) Um, So, yes. That is all I have for you today and that is a little bit about me and why I decided to become a motherhood coach and emotional wellness expert. 
If you want to join our Facebook community and have your voice heard on topics we discuss, um, then please head over to the free Facebook group at www.facebook.com slash groups slash Hill in Motherhood podcast. And I hope to see you in the group. We'll chat soon. See you next week. Namaste. If you enjoyed the show today, please head over to the iTunes page and write us a review. Hit subscribe button and so we can grow our community and impact other women's lives. Thank you for your time. Namaste.